division of Psalms. Thank God for allowing us to be here today. Yes, sir. Thank you, God. We thank God for our Facebook Live audience, our TV broadcast audience, and our Spotify and all the Templeites that are tuning in today to their regular Sunday morning service. We greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Psalms 100. Psalms 100. Everybody got it? Amen. Can you say amen real loud? Amen. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that have made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter, 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 enter and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I just noticed something. I just saw something as we were reading. And I've been quoting it wrong, and a lot of people have been quoting it wrong. And uh, Lord, thank you for showing me that, because I don't want to misquote the scriptures. But the Bible says, enter one time into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. So once you enter, it is after you enter, you got to do the right thing after you enter. You enter one time into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Good gracious. Lord have mercy. Being, continuously being thankful unto him. And doing what? Blessing who name? His name. For the Lord is good. He's, so if the Lord is good, that means he has never stopped. He has never stopped being good because he is right now. It's not that he used to be good. It's not that he was good. He's what? He is good when? Right now. And we said on Wednesday night, complaining is not an option for us. Because if we say God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, and since God is good, when? All the time, and what? All the time God is good. So why is there complaining coming from us? 
Why is there murmuring coming from us? Yes, if God is good. when? All the time. All the time. Yes, sir. Amen. See, that don't match. Amen. That don't match the talk of a believer. Right. Right. If, if we serve a good God and he's good all the time, then when is there a time that we have the right to complain? That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Amen. Thank you. Sometimes you just need to, need to, to hear what you're saying. And then once you get an understanding of what you be saying, you stop saying that. Lord, I thank you for showing me that in the midst of reading that. It says, enter into his gates, verse 4, with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. See, I, I was saying, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Now, I know what I meant, but I was wrong. Because that ain't what, uh oh, see y'all. Yes, yes, yes. See, they don't want to admit that. <laughs> see, when you want to do it right, and you don't mind admitting when you're wrong. Right? And how can we be good examples as leaders if we don't admit that when we're wrong? I mean, your intentions can be good, mm -hmm. but you can yet be in error. Because we, that one word, put me in error. I know y'all don't like that. That one word put me in error. Now, I didn't meant it to be in error, but when the Lord show you your error, you need to own up to it. Because what pride will do, yeah. pride will try to cover it up right. and try to make as if I'm not guilty. Right. I never said that. Yeah. Uh-oh, God know my heart. Yeah. <laughs> See, some of y'all are you, you still stuck on you because you don't want to admit when you're wrong. You, you don't you 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 don't ever want to say I'm sorry. You say you do, but but it's like pulling your teeth. Some of us, I'm sorry, is not common vernacular. You made me do it. That's your common vernacular. You shouldn't have said that to me. You 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 take me off. Okay. If you had to push my button, you're always blaming somebody for your behavior. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just, just simply own up to it and say it. I said it and I got it in my feelings. I got it in my emotions. I'm sorry. I apologize. I shouldn't have said it. And thank God for him whipping me. How many rapes do we have in here? Ain't nobody coming to church with no shovels this morning. We come to church with rakes and mirrors. We don't throw the word off on nobody else. We receive it for ourselves because we want to be right with God. So when the word comes, it's coming to our house. Well, I'm good. It's still coming to your house. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I, I, I can prove it to you. Everybody here, you can declare right now, oh, I'm good. 
But when that mailman run tomorrow, come on. When that mailman run tomorrow, if there is a bill on his truck with your name on it, or you all good today, but let let that little that little white truck with the eagle on the side stop in the front of your house and put put something about this being around this little rectangular envelope. Put it in your mailbox and close it and drive off. And then when you get home or you come outside and you open it up and you see your name on it and this guy light company, this guy uh oh y'all say this guy insurance company, this guy something you you see you see but I'm good. Yeah, you're good. But life still brings things. And you gotta know how to deal with it. And we can't keep being runners. <laughs> Look at y'all. We can't keep being hiders. We can't keep going into isolation. That's what we do. I'm just, I need, I, need, I need to get away. And, 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 and how's that going for you? Because you keep getting away, but what's changing? Getaways don't make everything go away. Talk past, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, confronting is what causes us to deal with issues and circumstances and, 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 and storms. Because they're going to come. They're not going to stop. You know, trials and tribulations are not going to stop, Brother Pedrell. They, they, you know, there, matter of fact, there is something waiting on you this week. Only God knows which day it is, but something is waiting on us this week. The question is, are you prepared for it? Mm. Blessed, quiet, holy, quiet, what a sure in my soul on a stormy sea. Jesus speaks to me and the billows to roar. Still ain't got no amen. Blessed choir. See, that's what the old saints used to do. Until somebody get up and testify, they keep singing. Until, until somebody be a witness, they keep on singing. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't singing that. And see, my job, and, and, and I, one of the brothers asked me this morning, they said, Pastor, how you doing today? I said, I said, I honestly don't know. And I wasn't being funny, but I, have the, I had a burden on me. And it wasn't a burden, it wasn't a bad burden. Sometimes the word God gives you can be a burden, not a bad burden, because there's a difference between a bad burden and a good burden. Well, I proved to you, Nehemiah had a burden. He had a burden. He wanted to build the wall, rebuild the wall because his people was in trouble. 
So God put the burden on him to build the wall. He gave him favor with the king to provide the provisions that he needed. Talk, Pastor. I, I thought I had some more Bible readers that can actually relate to what I'm saying. Instead of sitting there critiquing to see whether I'm gonna be in error, trust me, I'm a reader and a studier. I take my I take my assignment very seriously, being the pastor of this church. And I don't study to prove to people that I know scripture. I don't get in no scripture war. Hello. Because the Bible teaches us not to do that. We don't supposed to be sitting arguing, raising our voice, going back and forth about the Bible. Because the Bible is right with or without us. And, and we don't supposed to be fighting and fussing about what the Bible says. The Bible says we don't supposed to do that. Foolish questions avoid. For they seek to stir strife. I ain't got nothing but the Bible for I ain't got time to play with flesh. I know the word. Foolish and unlearned questions avoid. What does it mean to be unlearned? You, have, you haven't studied the word. You're just trying to be a Pharisee. You're trying to trip somebody up to make them to become confused just like you. Talk about it, Pastor. I'm doing the best I can. See, this is why, this is why our motives and our intentions should be, should be pure and genuine when we come to church. Our agenda should not be outside of God. Hello. I'm coming to get somebody's attention. I'm coming to get a man. I'm coming to get a woman. You're coming for the wrong reason. Because church is not a hookup spot. Stop trying to make the church a club. Hello. Stop trying to make the church dating one-on-one. Ain't nobody trying to be your booty call. They trying to go to heaven. You ain't gonna clap on that. And I, that the pastor show, ain't trying to be nobody booty call. Let me, let me, let me help y'all. I don't have a problem getting a woman. So everybody wondering when I'm going to get married, why are you worried about my life? When you going to get married? I ain't got no problem getting a woman. The problem is, I'm not going to just marry any woman. I'm going to marry the person that God wants me to be with, not who make themselves available to try to get my attention. I see beautiful women every day. But being beautiful, it does not qualify you to be a wife. Brothers, you being strong and whatever doesn't qualify you to be a husband. If the Lord don't say it, it ain't so. Well, how do you know the Lord told me? First of all, I can tell he can tell you because the Lord don't tell women. That's right. 
to go find men. The Bible says he that findeth a wife. And he that findeth a wife is letting me to know that all women are not wives. Because if all women were wives, you wouldn't have to find them. Because there are so many women, the ratio is 10 to 1. It wouldn't be hard to find a wife if all women were wives. So the, the fact that the Bible said you got to find her, that means she is rare. There are rare women that are wives. I know the boy is preaching in here today. And you got to find her. So if a godly man is looking for a godly woman that is a wife, he shouldn't have to find her outside all the time. She should be in God like he is. But, but, but we want to be found, but we be found in other places. Doing other things that is opposite of the God we say we serve. But we want God to give us a godly man or a godly woman. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no godly man gonna make you a better woman if you choose to be ungodly. Right. Ain't no godly woman, brothers, gonna make you a better man if you don't have godliness inside of you. All you gonna do is influence him to become ungodly, influence her to become ungodly just like you. How did I get on this? How did I get on this? I was in the gas station the other day paying for diesel, and one of the young ladies that work in there, I know her, you know, we talk drunk all the time, but it was two other young ladies in there, and they was all like, yeah, we looking for a man to take care of us. That's y'all problem. Because you got to have more going for you than what's between your legs. A real man can get sex all day long. If that's what he's about. But a godly man, no, it's a real man. See, that, see, see, you can be a real man and not be godly. <laughs> see, you can be a real man and yet not be godly. That's still a difference. The boy teaching real good. But the problem is, the godly men, they just want to turn them out. The godly women, these men want to turn them out. Get them to sell out on their faith. Quit going to church. That's, that's what we're doing. I say real men are coming to get these godly girls and these godly women married and then pull them out the church. These, 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 these real women want to bring these godly men outside of the church. See y'all. Keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on falling for the bait, man. Oh, he, 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 I know what he needs. Yeah, God. Right. <laughs> he don't need food with you. I know what she needs. She needs, she needs a real man. Yep, yep, she needs a godly man. 
She don't need you, Joker. Talk faster. See, y'all need to understand. You need to understand who you are and you won't be settling so much. You need to know who you are. Well, he good looking. You gotta have more than that. There's a whole lot of good looking bones. She fine. She gotta have more than fineness. She do she got faith? Uh oh. Do she believe in God? Is she faithful? Is she dedicated to God? Do she pray? Do we love the Lord? Is he respectful? You can be so lonely that you will take the first knucklehead, whether male or female, come along so you can say, I got me a boo. And then they end up booing you. Breaking your heart, taking your money, sleeping with you, because that should be your most prized possession. We sleep with anything to try to get validation. Talk about it, Pastor. See, I'm out here now. I might as well preach. I might as well preach. I might as well preach. I keep telling y'all, I ain't just preaching to y'all, but we have a we have a vast, we have a we have a more greater uh, congregation. And so I'm not just talking to you. So I got to preach not just to our congregation, and I got to preach to the body of Christ, and I got to preach to the world because they're more than just church folk watching our church. I know what I'm talking about, but I'm running into folk every week. Don't have a church on nowhere. Ain't been to church in 15 years, but they listen to the word. Why some of us? Why some of us are dying in the church? Dying spiritually. You're breathing, but you're spiritually dying. There are folk that are being that are being resuscitated out in the street, out in the marketplace, out in the community because they want to live for God and they don't want this part-time love of stuff. Like the church has developed, we come and we do when it's convenient for us. But when it costs us something, we slack on God. That's not being a committed in a committed relationship. And if you treat God like that, you'll treat a man like that. You'll treat a woman like that. Go, Pastor. You will treat whatever that's going to require you commitment. The boy is preaching. I feel that burden lifted off of me. Because I got to tell the truth in here. Relationship don't fulfill you. Because there's a whole lot of folk in relationship right now that are empty. That's why they cheat. People cheat because they're bored. <laughs> And they're trying to make who they with and other folk feel a void, and they are not enough. You got the house, you got the children, you got the spouse, you got the career, but you still cheat. You got money in the bank, you got family that loves you, you got people that support you, you got friends that say they are with you, but you still 
messing around? You still rusting after the pastor? That's a bad spirit of lust that's in this place. And, and I don't want you. If you're watching, if you're present, that's your word. I don't want you. It's sick for people to play with their soul. Chasing after a man. You look good for God. You dress up for God. You try to impress him. And not a matter of fact, don't try to impress him. Please him. That's the problem. We trying to impress man. We trying to impress God. No, take impression out of your equation. Get the impression out of your mind. Please God. Please God. How do I please God? Live his word. Do what he commands you to do. Do what's right in the eyes of God, not in the right, not in the eyes of you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't swing with lust, male or female. I don't do homosexuality. I'm not into men, transgenders. I had a surgery. You're still a man. You are what God made you from birth. I don't care what you cut off and what you added on. You're still a man or woman. I got my name changed. Yes, still him. Got a new social security number. I don't care what you got. You still him. You got the DNA of a man. You can have the hairdo of a woman all day, but you're still a man. I took pills. Okay, those really are not your breasts. Those are pills. The boy is preaching this morning. Because men don't walk around breast. Breast it up. That don't look sexy. That looks opposite of what he made. Put taking shots in your hips. See, y'all ain't saying that. Y'all ain't saying that. I need me a young man. You ain't nothing but old cougar. You need to act your age. Ain't no young man gonna make you feel no younger. You still old. You still a grandma. And who's who 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 what makes you think a young man want an old woman? That's a freak. You 20 years old, you sleeping with a 56 to 70 year old woman. You a freak. You got mama issues. Sleeping with somebody's great grandmama. You are nasty old buzzer. I can't get no help in there. 
Maybe I'll see you. That's why a lot of folks don't come here, because I'm too strong, right? You are nasty old brother. I'm coming for y'all young men too. Don't, don't, be, don't be drawing up because you, you nasty too. Want somebody to take care of you. You laying up in that old woman's bosom. She, she nurtures me. You ain't nothing but a big old hairy baby. Preach, Pastor. Why do y'all want to help me? Why y'all quiet on this? You're quiet on this because you want a woman to take care of you and you a grown man. <sighs> and these are godly women taking care of these lazy men. You need more than what's between your legs, brother. You need a plan. You need your own place. You need a vision. If you know a job ain't enough for you, quit. Get you another one. Why are you stand in a place where you're struggling? That's not being a man. A man recognizes when he needs to move. Because how can you leave when you don't really know how to move? I wish I had help in here. You got, if you're going to be a real man, you need to know and be able to discern when it's time to move. You can't lead a family when you don't know when to move on your own. You got to know when to move. You got to know when the well has dried, dried up. You got to know when ain't no more water in this well. And you up here praying and asking God to keep sending you ravens. Go get your own bread. Why does the church get quiet when I preach like this? Oh, be a strong man. You can't handle no strong man. Are you strong enough to be strong by yourself? See, this is what this is, see, this is the challenge. See, it's the challenge. We want strong men, we want strong women, but we ain't strong. Because if you feel you gotta have a strong man in order to feel strong, then you ain't strong in yourself. Oh my God. All of these I want is not checking your stability. It's not checking you as it relates to your being accountable as it relates to your own self. How you can't even take care of yourself. You can't even pay your own bills on time. Hello. You can't even handle the load you have occurred and accumulated. How you gonna take on somebody else? I don't, I, don't, I don't understand this concept. Our culture, our thinking is wrong. That turned me off from them young ladies that said that in the gas station. And I told every last one of them, I said, the problem with our women, and they, 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 they heard, they listened to me because I was respectful. I didn't get nasty. I said, you want to know the problem with our women? Our mentality always looking for a man to do for you. 
And so when a man knows is that what you're looking for, he can become whatever you seek it. And not be it. He can, he can pretend to be what you're looking for and be it for a little while just to get from you what they seek to get. And then you give up what you give up and then they leave you in the dust. Because your thinking is what uh, set the stage for your results. You looking for somebody to take care of you. But you at work. So if you already got a job, you need to look to God to take care of you. And let God be the standard maker. Ooh. 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 And, 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 and somebody can approach you, and I looked at them. I said, I said, no, I said, no, first of all, I said, the way the way y'all coming off is it's a turnoff to me. Because I am a man that knows what God wants for me. First of all, I see lust all over. I didn't tell them that. I didn't tell them that. But I saw lust all over. Because they looked at me because they know, one of them know, that I have my own business. First thing, that's another turnoff. Because you just want to get with me because of what I got. You don't really know me. I don't want you because you just want to be with me because of what I have. See, y'all don't want no truth. And then you accuse a man or a woman that knows who they are to be picky. Oh, you ain't all that. You, not, not you going to insult what, what you wanted me, but now because I don't want you, you going to insult me? See, our mentality is off. That shows that you're not secure in who you are. If you got to attack me because I don't cater to you. And I don't even know you. And if I was to get a relationship with you, your mouth would be my biggest distraction. See, y'all ain't saying that. If you can insult and attack me with your mouth and you don't even know me, if I get a relationship with you, I got to pray against your mouth. Because anytime I don't do what you want me to do, or you get offended by something that I do or don't do, you will attack me with your tongue. And these, I remind you, life and death. Is in the power of the tongue. A lot of stuff died, and we spoke it into death. Yeah. Every time you talk about somebody, you speaking death over them. You just don't know that, didn't you? When you talk against or talk about somebody, you ain't speaking life, you speaking death. That's why the Bible teaches when you in the body, when we talk about each other, the Bible says, we talking about our own things. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all don't know y'all book, do you? It, it, it says, when you speak against your brother and your sister, you are speaking against your own self. The Bible says, when you sleep with a whoremonger, 
you yourself become a whoremonger. You are guilty by participation, oh boy. Not just by association, but you ain't gonna keep doing all that associating without some participating. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You ain't gonna keep hanging out and spending all that time together and ain't nothing gonna cross the barrier. Don't put yourself in a position or a, a, a place and you know it is, has potential to make you fall. The Bible says shine the very appearance of evil. Don't even do anything that'll make something look like what it's really not. I'm not riding you in my car because we ain't in relationship and that good can be even spoken of Drive your own car. I used to ride people and be kind as, as a pastor. I mean, oh, down through the years, we had multiple people didn't have a ride. And, and when I would drop women off, first thing they say, oh, he's dating her. I was just being a kind person, just being a good person, driving them off. Sister Mary, because she here today, I took her home one day, and somebody, her neighbor, oh, she said, that's my pastor. Manager, I'm going to had to pray. We had a good service that Sunday. Mary Jane said, don't you be talking. I said, I'm like, Mary Jane, you already know, now these folks can't even stop Pastor, they lying. I said, don't worry about that. You know the truth. And... Amen. Man, about to go off on them jokes. I said, no, don't do that. You, you, didn't you just come out of a good service? Did the Lord just give you a good blessing and you up here inviting folk to church and you ain't, you ain't about to turn out this porch? Get on in there and keep your blessing. <laughs> and let me get out of here. And they're right. Then that what happened to the marriage that I had to calm her down to the one of them. You know what I mean? We know our, look, we know our, we know our members. Some are still a work in progress. <laughs> There's some folk I would advise not to mess with them. Don't they go to your church? Yes, they do. Ain't that one of your members? Yes, they are. But you need to leave them be. Let God finish what he doing. Now, now, I done warned you. Now don't call me for prayer later. <laughs> Better leave Peter alone. He gonna be converted, but he ain't converted yet. Peter will still cut you. <laughs> There's some more y'all in here. You, you, you hide behind all this, this jerking and this, he cut my higher. But 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 your temple is is on 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 on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I could be a bug in your house. When you get upset, do I have to duck? Yes. Yeah, I want to go with that. I just said too. Now, I'm glad you're here today. I mean, because she wanted my witnesses, and then there were some other members that I took home. Just being a good pastor. 
Ain't, ain't never crossed the line. Have I ever crossed the line? Have I ever disrespected you, sister man, or any of the ladies? Have I ever done anything to disrespect you? I've always tried to be a good example and a good gentleman Amen. to the women. Amen. I always respected men's wives, their little daughters. Uh oh, yes, I can't get no help. Mom, see that? Oh, there you go. The little boys. And ain't nobody ever went home and said, Pastor, touch me. That's right. That's right. Amen. Tell the truth. Amen. Amen. Hello? Ain't nothing did that. That's right. Even, even when people were coming, confiding me about the things they've been through, I never took advantage of them. Oh. Oh, you, you down with that, huh? I never did that. Because how can I show you, hallelujah, boy, I feel glory right here. How can I show you that there is something other than what you used to if I'm not, if I'm not willing to be that? Could God even repeat that? How can I show you, glory be to God, that there is something other than what you used to if I'm not willing to be that? If I'm not willing to be what you've never seen, how would you know that there's something else? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We help people. We help people when we show them something different than what they used to see. Help me, Holy Ghost. You need to see consistency. Because when you have been disappointed all your life, you need somebody to say what they mean and mean what they say. We gotta be a people delivered temple that we say what we mean and we mean what we say. See that 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 mandate has not changed in 18 years. We believe in the word. We haven't seen it. God bless Sister Myrtle. She's gone on. But when Mary J brought her to church, she couldn't walk. Yes, sir. Had a stroke. They had to drag her and carry her in. But she walked out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So right in the middle, sir. Now that was, it, it happened twice. It happened at this location. But the first time Mary J brought Sister Myrtle, we was over on Lee Street. And we was right in the middle. As a matter of fact, the uh, brother Coleman was videoing for the TV broadcast that Sunday, and he happened to be there with the camera, and he got it all on camera. Amen. We was in the middle service. I was up preaching, and Sister Mary Jane and them brought Sister Myrtle in, and they drugged her in. She couldn't walk. She was paralyzed. And they just barely got her in in Sister Myrtle's life. We have a mandate to remain real. Signs with miracles and wonders don't follow them that don't believe. They follow them that do believe. What makes me a believer? I am a man that consistently believes. I don't just believe when it's convenient. I believe when all odds are stacked. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Yes, yes.
Couldn't see our way. Didn't know what, didn't know how we were going to make
praying for that one loved one that God would do something great. Keep on believing. He's still saving. He's still healing. He's still delivering. He's still setting free. He's still changing lives. He's still working miracles. He's still healing all manner of sickness. It ain't too late. It ain't too late. It ain't too late. It ain't too late. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. It ain't too late. <laughs> it is not too late. Even when they pulled the plug, it ain't too late. Because Lazarus was, was dead for four days. He was in the grave. Who shot I? And yet, life had not left. Because when Jesus showed up, he said, I am the resurrection. can't have a resurrection without a death. Some situations is going to die in order to qualify for the resurrection. So God may not show up while they're breathing. He may show up after they breathe and give a resurrection. Hallelujah to God. It's up to him. Use this piece of faith. Faith doesn't tell God what to do. Faith makes room for what God is about to do. It sets the stage. See? It invites God into what needs to be done. God is the one that determines how he does it. Faith says you just believe that he can. You got it? Oh my. See what faith did? Faith just blessed y'all. The power of God. Faith pleases God. See that? Faith, faith pleases God. See, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. And if you got faith, you're pleasing Him. And if you're pleasing Him, you, you get His attention. And when you get his attention, he shows up. And when he shows up, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think. See, God is able. He's able to do what he chooses to do. And my faith is all right now. Hallelujah to God. I said, I said, my faith is all right now. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> I said, my faith is all right. I, I feel glorious. Y'all, excuse me. I said, my faith is all right now. I said, my faith is all right now. I'm looking for the next thing to believe God for. Don't you tell me what God can't do. My faith will prove you wrong. 
believe God. I believe God. He showed me that faith works. He showed me what he can do. And all he wants us to do is to keep believing. Keep believing. Say that with me. Keep, I'm gonna keep on believing. That's what you do. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care what the report is. I'm going to keep on believing. I believe. Hallelujah. That's a powerful statement right there, ladies and gentlemen. I believe. And I don't just believe, but I believe God. See, I got to be specific on where my faith is. I don't just believe anything. I believe God. <laughs> so anything that don't line up with God, I don't believe that. God is the standard in what I believe. What I believe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe God. Hallelujah. He's not a man that he should not. See, 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 look. Watch this. You know what I see in that, that verse right there? He says, he said, for God is not a man that he should lie. You know what he's actually doing? He's making it easier for you to believe. What makes what makes what makes people hard to believe? What makes what makes it hard for people for you to believe in people when they don't tell the truth, right? You 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 can't believe in a person that is not consistent in telling the truth. But 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 right. But God said, "For for I'm not a man that I should lie." So that takes out all. The unbelief work. Oh my! <laughs> it just makes it that much more easier to believe it. And then, and then, what he does, Sister Mary, he he'll do something to prove to you that he's able. Y'all ever, y'all ever, you, you ever notice when you first got saved, everything you prayed about it seemed like it came to pass. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? You, you, boy, you prayed over a bird that got hit by a car. That joker flapped his wings two or three times. <laughs> and God healed the bird because you asked him to. Whereas the other birds that got hit, them jokers ain't flapping no more. <laughs> Y'all remember that? You, you, how <coughs> you? Lord, I pray you healed my body. You didn't even catch the cold. You prayed about everything. You prayed for your best friend. You prayed for your pet turtle, your goldfish. You ain't fed that joke in a week, but you prayed that God will raise him from the dead. He floated on top of the aquarium. But he, you believed God. Starve the fish to death. You remember that? I'm closing for the day. You remember that? And then as you continue to walk with God. That's, that, that cycle stopped. You kept praying, but he wasn't responding as quick. You know why he was doing that? Because he was developing your faith. 
Can you believe if I don't respond as fast as I used to? Can you still trust me? Do you still believe I'm able? If this goldfish don't get up, if I don't open up the door, if you didn't get the raise, are you going to stop believing? Uh-oh. And so he does those things to what? Mature. Because he don't want you to be a spoiled believer. <laughs> because if he do everything you ask him to do, and he do it all the time, you will become entitled. Right? And then you'll become spoiled. And then you, you, you would never see the need to do anything but just make requests. That's why, that's why I believe that, and that's why we teach here, decreeing and declaring, we have turned that into making requests as if God is Santa Claus. And so we don't go through the processes and we don't participate in the process of getting what we are believing God for. See, you have to participate. The woman said, if I may but touch. See, he, he had healing in his garments, but the healing would not enter into her body if she had not participated in the process, which was, I got to touch him. It was faith that caused her to crawl while other folk were walking by her. Go ahead, Pastor. Other folk were walking by her in the press, but she was crawling in the press. You got it. I got the other part, but you got the first part. High five. That's what Katie gave me yesterday. You should have saw him yesterday. He, I, I got a chance to drop by a little birthday man, and I saw his little lady friend. She's a cute little Caucasian young lady. She's just following him around. The little girl was just following him around. She, I said, I said, hey man, I see your little girlfriend, man. You did good. He would look at me. He kept looking at his iPad. So I said, I said, yo man, you did a good job, bro. Power me up. He gave me a quick and wouldn't even look at me. He found me. I said, boy, you did good. She, she's nice. She's cute little young little girl. Shook her head. I said, you did a good boy. Pound me up. I throw that in. I love you. I love you. That boy, that boy, that boy, that boy was a smooth operator boy. Had his hair cut real sharp. He, was, he, was, he, was, he had it going on. But uh, <clears throat> but 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 she had to participate. Blind Bartimaeus had to participate. He had to cry out, Jesus. He couldn't see Jesus, but he heard. Faith come by, hearing by. So it was his hearing. It was his response to what he heard is what brought his sight. So he used what he had in order to get access to what he didn't have. Ooh, good God. See, he had hearing, he didn't have sight. So he used what he had, mixed it with faith to get what he needed that he didn't have. <laughs> so your faith is with you to, 
for you to use and mix with what you have to work with to get what you need God to do. A lot of times we go without not realizing we got what we have, that what we have is enough to mix with faith to get what we need. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta keep living without. Take what you have, mix it with faith, Believe God, and God will bring you what you need. Yeah, that's all he had to hear. He could hear. He couldn't see. But he heard Jesus passing by. <laughs> Uh-oh, wait a minute. Jesus is the word, right? He heard that the word was passing by. Faith comes by what? Hearing yeah. by the word. And when he heard that the word was passing by, he started calling the word. Jesus! Uh -oh, yeah. He called the word. Jesus! The son of David, which was the truth. God. Oh. He came in agreement with the truth. Jesus is was the son of David. He came through the lineage of David. 42 generations. That's what the book says. Man, I got to turn this thing loose. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Notice what he said. Have mercy on me. Bro, you need your sight. No, I need mercy. Ooh. Ooh. Wait a minute. We don't realize what mercy can do. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I need mercy first. See, I, I know they said that. See, you can't you can't just jump in line and then throwing all this Santa Claus glitch. You need mercy first. Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I, 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 I'm not trying to get your attention to get attention. Ooh. Wait a minute. I don't, I'm not, I don't want no attention. Have mercy on me. In other words, uh, have I found favor in your sight enough for you to stop? I know you're on your way. I know you're busy. But if you could just have a little mercy on me. You know that that was a that was a request of humility. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm not any, I'm not entitled to nothing. Hallelujah. If thy will. If you choose to, if, if you be so kind. I know what I need, but I need mercy first. So that was a posture of humility. It was almost like he cast himself down to worship them. Like the man that was cutting himself at the tombs and scaring everybody and breaking chains and feathers. But he had enough sense to worship. And because he bowed down to worship, it caused Jesus to set him free from them demons. And he sent them into the swine. And then they went and killed themselves. So if the swine ran into the water and killed themselves, 
that man was suicidal. I can't get <laughs> See, suicidal people hang around tombs. I gotta get out. That's another sermon. Well, I'm gonna get him out here. You look good in your gold. Hallelujah. Y'all look good. Y'all look so good. Look at y'all looking all good. Hallelujah. Y'all look so good today. Hallelujah. I told y'all that last time to do that. Don't let it go to your head. <laughs> y'all with me? Listen, listen. Have mercy on me. That man was suicidal. That was a suicidal demon in him. All kind. But one of them was suicidal. Because when they came out of him, they went into the swine. And the swine ran vehemently down the hill, violently, and went into the water and drowned. He was already hanging around the tomb. So that suicide spirit already had him at the graveyard. He was already positioning himself to die. So you need to look at the signs when a person is suicidal. They're always talking about dying, leaving you. I can't get no help. You'll be better off without me. That's a suicidal person. You'd be better off without me. You, you're talking suicidal. <laughs> Why are you talking like that when Jesus is on the way? Oh, you missed it. Jesus is on his way back and you talking suicidal? You talking about quitting? You talking about giving up? You talking about walking away and Jesus is coming back? Uh-oh, I wish I had some help You better stay where you at. You better stay with God. You better stay in the faith. You better stay blessed. And Jesus is coming back. And you talking suicide. <laughs> Boy, you can't do nothing in Revelation. That comes from God, though. And God is the wise one. He's a smart one. He'll make you look smart. You ain't smart. That's just the word of the Lord. And people think you smart. You ain't smart. People say, you show this wide. No, I ain't. I, <laughs> I don't even want to know what's in my mind. <laughs> that thing, that, yeah, that thing is very creative, all right? Yes, sir. If I didn't have the mind of Christ, ooh-wee. <laughs> She'll tell you, boy, I used to create stuff, make stuff out of nothing, wood and Bicycle ramp. Just create it. And it makes sense. I got a very creative mind. I don't need to trust my mind. No way. See, y'all ain't so quick as y'all. Oh, shut up. That's your problem. You're so curious. That's why you in the. Well, that way. I sure would like to know. Trust me. You don't want to get nowhere in my mind because you may not get out. But I'll be sure to get rid of you. <laughs> no, that's why it ain't good to be known. That's right. That's right. That's right. All y'all know, folks, you need to get a breakthrough quick, yes. fast. Yes. Lord, deliver me from this nosiness. 
Oh, I'm being done getting hemmed up somewhere that I can't get away from. If it ain't for me to know, don't tell me I don't want it. But any woo, any woo, yeah, any woo. That's one of my new terms too, yeah. That goes along with not a nine and any woo. It's gonna, it's gonna live one big day. You see, all we gotta do is put on a shirt and a hat. Oh, it'll, it'll take off. It'll take off. Hallelujah. I got one now I'm working on. Help you, help you. Help you, help you. Do what's right. Look at somebody. Mm. At least I'm putting mine to work. An idea ain't no good if you don't do nothing with it. And you don't always need money. Some people will sow into you, they see you for real and determined. <laughs> Got all these ideas. Zilch to show for it. And then you sit back and marvel at what other people are doing. When you sitting there, see all that time you sitting there marveling and all that about what everybody else is doing, you could be doing something too. See, what I say, you got to participate in your miracle. God's going to bless me. What, is, what and who is he going to bless that's sitting there doing nothing? If you ain't doing that, why should he bless you? All the disciples that God chose, they were working. They were busy doing something. He walked by saying, you, 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 come follow me. They were working. They was doing something. When you ain't doing that, why you get mad you didn't get picked? <laughs> why you get mad you ain't been chosen? That's why the Bible said many are called. There's a whole lot of called folk that are lazy. He chooses people that are busy, working, doing something productive, and doing something for him, not for you. You can't be your motivation of what you, for what you are doing and it not have nothing to do with God, but you want God to bless you in it. Don't work like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't get no help in the, in the back back there. All of them right there, they must have filled them a little hazy at me. You can't lose your joy that fast. Joy don't leave you that fast. All that shouting and hollering we did off the work, oh no, it don't just go away like that. Truth should not make your joy leave. Yes, right. Amen. The truth should make it stay. Yes. Yes. Joy is strength. Yes. You don't go to lose your little your little enthusiasm when the truth comes around. That's right. That means you was being emotional. David didn't say that word about hitting my feelings. And that's where a lot of you hit hiding all this good word every week. In your feelings. In your notebooks. You got more word in your notebook than you got in your heart. Wow. And you wonder why it ain't working for you. Because it's in your book. It ain't in your heart. 
What was in your little your little notebook in your phone? You got plenty of notes. Don't get mad. It's the truth. Don't get mad at me. You the one. You the one need to prosper. You the one need to produce. Don't get mad at me. I'm telling you what the problem is. Don't get mad. See, when you get mad, you don't change. You stay put, and so therefore nothing changes. So who is that hurting when you get mad? Not me. I'm producing. I'm being productive. I'm doing what God say do. I'm working the principles. The same word I teach y'all, I live it every day. It's working for me. I know it works. Hello. It works. It works. It works. You just won't work it. And they, they can't work. Nothing can work for you that you don't work. You don't want to work. Even when you get a prophecy, you got to work it. If it's from God. That's the, okay. But you still got to work it. He put Adam in the garden. He said, you, 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 you keep, keep the garden. You can eat from any tree. But don't just, I don't want to come in here every day and catch you eating. And that's all you do. You got to keep the teal. He said, you, you, you be fruitful. You multiply. You replenish. I ain't just put you here just to be walking around. Ooh-wee, look at me. Look what God has to see. See, see how that little joy done left. This emotionalism. See how the little joy done left? That right there done took your little joy. And this is why we're not passing tests. This is why we keep getting whooped and flimflammed and hoodwinked by false teachers and preachers and pastors and bishops and apostles because we we are emotionalized. We ain't walking by faith. We walking by emotion. Feel That's why we'll push and support anything that say the name of God. Don't deserve nothing. Somebody can say, the Lord told me, the Lord said, the Lord sent me. Oh, anything new, catch it, we'll follow. Because we ain't walking by faith. Faith ain't stupid. Faith is not ignorant. Faith is not easily deceived. Because faith understands that it is, it is, its job is to please God, not flesh. So faith don't follow flesh. Man, anybody operating in flesh and deception, faith ain't in that. No, sir. No, sir. That's feelings and emotionalism. That's 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 lust. I promise you. Show me a movement that is catering to flesh. That a movement that's being operated out of flesh. I'll show you a room full of people that are emotionalized and full of lust. I promise you. And I, and I promise you another thing. I won't stay in that. 
I'll pick up my little thing and walk right out. I won't stay there waiting on the next part of the service. As soon as I smell flesh, I'm out. Faith, faith can smell flesh. Faith can smell lust. Faith can smell anything that God is not a part of. That's the power of faith. What we teach. Faith by cars. Faith don't buy cars. Good credit money do. Faith for small stuff. Stuff that ain't even require faith. A car, a car, a car. Faith. That's what the faith movements and that's what the prosperity teachers teach. And the prophetic people teach. They're teaching that that's what your faith is for. So we don't even we don't even know what credit is. And most of your prophetic people that have got the most of your prophetic people got bad credit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All them folks that love prophecy, check the credit report. Jack up. Can't even get a bag of potato chips. <laughs> I'm serious. Show me a true person, person living by the scriptures and by the principles. And by the word, credit good. They get what they want with no money down. All them folks in the jack dancing shop, getting all the prophetic word, ain't got enough credit to buy a pack of bubble gum. Oh, I'm making y'all mad. All y'all love that prophetic stuff. I'm making you mad. Why do you call it prophetic stuff? Because that's what it is, because it ain't got to do with God. Because the, the, the prophecy, prophetic gift, ain't got nothing to do with materialistic things. Amen. Nothing. That has nothing to do with the prophetic gift. Nothing. But when you hear prophesying, what is it tied to? Materialistic, money, millionaire, husband, wife, all that. You about to have a baby. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with proper sign, get your house in order. But that's, that's the only time the prophets were sent in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, the Holy Ghost is the prophet. So that's why Jesus said in the last days, there will be many false prophets. It's really not a need for a bunch of prophets in the new day, New Testament church, because the Holy Ghost is the gift of prophecy. So all of these folks walking around talking about they're a prophet, you need to ask them, who is their God? Boy, I just made, ain't no telling how many thousands of prophets man, right by now, because they look geek that have been shown up 
You ain't gonna get no BMW car payment this month, bro. Ain't nobody gonna pay your mortgage in the estates this month, my month, sis. That's what Revelation said. So I don't hear these guys prophesying and testifying about Jesus. I'm hearing them talking about what they see about to come. If you dance, it's one big one. It's one big one. And folk keep flocking behind him. But there's something coming to him too. He was just here recently at some church I ain't green, bro. There's something coming to him too. He's one of the biggest manipulators there is. Biggest. And he's raping people left and right. Money galore. Turn around and brag, he's debt free. I, I, I suppose you are. Because you, everywhere you go, you're taking thousands of dollars away from people. You ought to be debt free. And you're leaving people broke. Oh, I said it. See, I ain't scared. See, y'all y'all keep being scared. And being cowards, cause you, cause you secret fans. You ain't gonna say that. We got a member right here was in a service when he came, and she said what he told her ain't come to pass yet. And she got faith, and she believed God. She is not a false recipient like he claims. See, don't play with me, cause we got proof in the pudding. That's why I'm not scared. When I when God show me things, I speak it. Look at all those pieces that everybody was afraid to speak again. The Lord said, right through this pulpit, it won't be exposed. And one by one by one, and by one by one by one, the Lord pulled a cover. If something coming, some coming this way. I ain't got to be no, no major voice in the earth to speak what God said and it come to pass. You ain't got to be on no platform. This ain't about me no how. It's about God getting tired of all of his foolishness. And judgment is beginning at the house of God. You understand what I'm saying? We can't be afraid to tell them. What can they do? Clap back. <laughs> Who cares about that? Who do you think he is? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know who you think you are, player. Right. Right. I ain't scared of you. <laughs> but he's 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 manipulating and raping the people. The prophetic is terrible. You got a terrible reputation because of these guys. They sleeping with women. See, that's why you gotta be careful who you ask to play for you as it relates to ordinance. Because these ordinance and these drivers and these armor bearers, they know what you're doing at these hotels. And I also have to hold responsible these pastors who bring them in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a network, they're a circle, they all hang together. 
You don't want to be a part of a player's club. You keep preaching the gospel. You stay true to your call, your assignment. I don't care about no good old boy's club. So where I preach and teach and where I speak, ain't got nothing to do, I'm jealous, I'm hating. They better get right. I, I don't take too kind of people who have that gifts and take advantage of God's people. That gets up under my Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost radar. And I don't like it. And I will speak against it. And I'm not afraid of the repercussion. Let them attack. Watch the judgment come. That's who's going to have the last voice. Not somebody's opinion of Austin. <laughs> who is that Austin? Austin don't matter. The Lord's word don't return back more. That's what you need to pay attention to. Don't look at the messengers. You need to pay attention to the message. We need to wind up. All these little movements and conferences and stuff, ain't nothing but money racket. All this stuff about to shut down because people, people's eyes are coming open. People's eyes are coming open. People going in debt to go to go travel to conference. That ain't God. And when you get there, you're going to pay. That ain't no free trip. You're going to pay. You're going to pay for your room. You're going to pay for your food. You're going to pay for your gas. It, God forbid you got a breakdown. Tire blow out. They ain't going to help you. You better have some money. First they're going to say, you ain't got triple A. And then you want to look at them like, I, I come here following you. And then asking you, what do you got to make your situation? Why are some of y'all looking down? Why you, you don't like this? You need this. All oh, this is part of the sermon. You need this. This is preparing you all. Something is coming. These people want your money. They don't care. That's why they talk about your church and your leader to want you to turn against your leader so you can come and follow them. You don't see that's the oldest trick in the book. The way to get you to get close to me is to bad mouth the one that you look at me. I'm going to bad mouth him and her so you quit hanging out with them so you come follow me. That's the oldest trick in the book. And folks fall off of that okie do. I ain't never played those games with y'all. Come follow me. So into my life. I'm charging you for me to impart into you. Where did you get it from? Now, did not the Bible say, beware those who say they have a, a certain and special interpretation of the Holy Ghost? As if they the only one got this revelation and they want folk to flock them and they charge you for it. That's the book. We won't read. And we're so into this foolishness. Why has somebody got to pay you for you to impart into them? When it's supposed to be from God. This is the stuff this young generation flocking to. And they know it. They pray on y'all young folks. They pray on y'all millennial generation. 
They pray on you. Because they know you y'all don't read. They know y'all don't study. They depend on that. And they know y'all are following anything that's prophetic. They strategically target the millennial generation. They ain't coming after these seasons, saying because they know they'll see right through them. And that's why they don't want a fellowship with me, because they know I see right through them. They don't want me nowhere near their ministry, because the majority of their congregation will get delivered that Sunday. But I sure will preach the truth. And they might even repent themselves. Huh? But they target the young, this, this millennial, 30s, 20s, and all of these. They, they count on y'all to be emotional. They count on you not to read your Bible. They count on you to be disobedient. They want, they, they, they incur that. That's why they keep sowing seeds. Oh, he trying to hold you back. That's a seed. Don't you see that? He trying to hinder y'all. That's a seed. They manipulate you. They want you to be rebellious and leave. So you can flock to them. It's all a scam. Boy, they get mad. Oh. <laughs> then you get over there and you find out that ain't no real Kool-Aid. I gotta go. Y'all don't want no truth. It ain't no real Kool-Aid. That's a bunch of, like Brother Billy Fogay, that's a bunch of fluff. And all, all the while, they depending on you to heal. Bring your money. And this is how they reward you. They give you a position. Make room for you on their platform. You need to be heard. The body of Christ need to see you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Your gift, your voice. God has given you a voice. <laughs> He's giving you a sound, and I'm going to see to it that you be heard. Uh-oh. And to show you that I'm not intimidated by you, I'm going to share my platform with you. Please, I'm going say And they wooing you, baiting you, fishing you, pulling you out of your habitat. And you wonder why you, you are on life support. Because you've been pulled out of your habitat. And you over there, oh, they hyping you. Here go the mic, pass it on. Use your gift, baby. <laughs> uh, listen to that, your gift. That ain't your gift. Flow, baby, flow. What is the Lord saying to you? Prophesy, flow. Listen to that sorcery. Listen to that witchcraft. Listen to that flesh. And that's what this millennials are flocking. You ain't gotta live nothing. Just be given. That's that's that strictness. That's that that's that that's that <laughs> that's that strictness. That's that that's that Pentecostal religion. Come on out of there. That's that control religion. <laughs> Boy, there's some hate mail gonna come back. I don't care. I'm I have died. I'm crucified for Christ. It's no longer I to live it. It's Christ living me. I ain't scared of him. I've been crucified. 
Sister Gloria, I'm not afraid of no opposition. The fact that they're talking about me, that let me know I'm doing what's right. That's right. That's right. And, and that let me also let me know we ain't on the same team. Right. Right. That means they're exposing that they on the opposite team. So thank you. <laughs> your, watch this. Your conversation is your exposure. So thank you. Well, I like that, amen. Give me another. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Y'all understand? I'm trying to teach y'all how to handle this. I'm teaching y'all. Know what to look for. This is like, um, how many of you there? 19? 20? 19? Your generation, they're coming after y'all. 20s and 30s, they're coming after y'all. They're coming up. Come on over here. You can wear your baseball caps. You can you come on in. And when you get over there, there ain't no light in the sanctuary. Just a dog. Thank God yeah. for the hood of bringing. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, 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 one thing about it, she was known for baking pies and cakes and, and the praying woman. Everybody in the hood knows who mama was, Mother Walmart. She baked cakes, cakes and pies and cookies, and she was the praying woman. And then if you start stuff at her house, she go get her broom. <laughs> The homies in the hood knew who mama was. Miss huh? Austin, you smoke? Them jokers ain't have a stitch of manners. Outside of that yard, they come in, who Miss Austin? Y'all behave yourself? Yes, ma'am. Lying like crazy. Lying like crazy. But they, they had to respect her. Because that's what she upheld. You coming up, you coming out of y'all, you have respect. You ain't cuss. You wasn't smoking no cigarette. She said, put that cigarette out. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, Miss Austin. But 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 then but, but, but we had we had a stand. But 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 then, oh man, you get shot now. You tell the joke, put the cigarette. Who you talking to? Because it's a different generation. They have no respect. They have no respect. You got them talking back now at three. Doing like this. At three. Sam. What? I mean, they, 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 they get more and more disrespectful. And, and, and that's right. And, 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 and folks think it's cute. Folks think it's cute. But we, we set them up. We set them up to die early. But they, they want Jadira them generation. They want, they want, they want y'all 20s and 30s. The, 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 the apostles and the prophets, they want the millennials. And they're using the prophetic to bait them. See, that's why they don't want me to come to this. 
That's why they don't want me to come <laughs> I'm serious. I'm being honest. They don't care nothing about the souls and, and, and the well-being. They ain't trying to get them heaven ready. At all. They want, they want y'all talent. You, you can sing. You, you can play. Man, they'll throw money at you. Is he, is he, are you on salary over there? No. Come on over here. We'll pay you every week. And then you become a prostitute. You become a church prostitute. And you just dare because they're paying. If they weren't paying you, you would not attend. I don't want to see y'all do that. God, God gave y'all gifts. And you're supposed to use them for his glory. That's what you're supposed to do. And don't let nobody woo you. Don't let nobody manipulate you and make you think that you 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 will only become something when you are with them. No, you somebody now. You somebody now. Am I teaching y'all right? That's right. And we gotta protect our little babies. All these little these little newborns and babies running around here. We gotta protect them. We cover them and pray for them. And I know sometimes if y'all are grandparents, let me encourage y'all grandparents. I know y'all teach y'all grandchildren right, the biblical way. But if they have unsaved mothers and fathers, you you are only you can only teach what you teach them when they're with you. And you pray that God will cover that seed you sow into them, that they raise up. You understand? But once they go back into that mom and dad environment, you 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 have no control over that. But you can pray that God will change the mom and dad's heart and the mind. You understand what I'm saying? So that they can continue in the legacy of good teaching. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got to you got to really pay attention when you let your children spend the night over people's houses. That's right. So you protect your your grandbabies and your children. Pray for your sons and your daughters. God can save them if they are not already saved. God can save them. Don't give up. The faith works. Right. The same God is keeping y'all. Can you keep them too? Amen. 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 So I just want to encourage y'all. Don't don't stop praying. Don't give up. And I know sometimes y'all get frustrated with these children of yours. <laughs> stop doing that in front of them. Stop stop saying that. Stop saying that. Oh, what I say? And you wanna <laughs> tell, tell the truth. But keep praying, and you keep being an example. When they come over your house, they're going to pray. They're going to read their scripture. They're going to do what they're supposed to do. But when they go back home with mom and daddy, you just got to pray to God. 